welcome to the Brain Health Journey podcast with Brittany and Tish, where we talk about all things ADHD and other brain health related topics. And today we are going to be talking about some of the consequences of untreated ADHD. And this, this really is a crucial topic. And I know that some don't like to hear about some of the consequences that can come from untreated ADHD. But this is extremely important to go through and to discuss and shed some light on because there are still so many that dismiss ADHD altogether. And it, when you read some of the statistics and some of these consequences that can come from not treating it and taking it seriously, I mean, it, there can be devastating situations. And yeah. I mean, that's something to be very aware of. And so Tish, I don't know if you would like to start out with I guess, anything that you were thinking in particular? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And, and I agree. You know, we don't, I don't want to focus on the negative side of things with ADHD, um, but I do think it's important to, if we're going to provide education and raise awareness about having ADHD, I think it's, I think it is important to talk about some of the things that go along that are not so great and that it, there's so much more to having this disorder than not paying attention or can't be still. There's just so many different layers to having ADHD. And so two of the main things that I wanted to focus on, and I've done some research on this and um, really just want to kind of put things into perspective on how this, how, how this can really affect someone's life and not in a, and not in a great way. And so a lot of questions I get um, in my comments and, you know, from different people, um, that has to do with, you know, how does ADHD make people, you know, end up in prison or homeless or, you know, substance abuse and so forth. And there's a lot of different things that can cause this with having ADHD. And some of the few things here that just come top of mind for me is emotional dysregulation. As we know, people with ADHD have a hard time regulating their emotions because of our, you know, working memory and our prefrontal cortex and the whole thing. And so that can land someone in trouble. If you cannot control your emotions and you're hot headed and you get angry, you end up in a fight, which could land you in jail or, you know, something worse. And so another thing is impulsivity. So one of the types of ADHD is hyperactivity, impulsivity. And so with that impulse behavior, sometimes it, along with the emotional dysregulation, it, it can be difficult to control our urges on things. Sometimes we do things that we don't before thinking, which can also land us into trouble if it's overspending and you end up, you know, spending too much money, you end up bankrupt, you end up homeless, you know, it just kind of not everyone that overspends ends up homeless, but it, it could happen. And then even having the inattentive type of ADHD, if you're not paying attention to, for example, your, your bills or not paying attention to just your responsibilities throughout life, that could also get you into some trouble. And so those are just a few, there's a lot more, but those are just a few top of mind examples that I can give um, with specific traits of ADHD and um, the different types of ADHD. And so one of the thing I wanted one one of the things I wanted to to highlight really is uh, people in prison and some of the, the statistics that 
um, I've read about in some of the research that has been done through the National Institutes of Health on prison, prison stats or statistics. And so one of the studies that they um, did is that they pulled um, some survey information. They surveyed um, some information from um, several different prisons across the country. And so according to their study, it's an estimated prevalence of adult ADHD was 40% in prison, 40%. And so another thing that was mentioned is that um, two out of the 30 people um, that they surveyed, they had received childhood diagnosis. And so that's another thing is that if a lot of people who are adults, they don't get a diagnosis until they were adult. And so when you get diagnosed as a child, you can kind of put some of those things into place, medication and different things um, into place to help you navigate through life. But getting diagnosed as an adult, you are kind of wondering throughout your life, what is happening here? I'm having problems with this. I'm challenging it, challenged with, with that. And so two out of 30 received a childhood diagnosis were the rest of them. That's um, substantial. I mean, really when you're talking 40%, yeah. that's not, obviously, that's not a small number. That is substantial. It is. It really is. It is very, uh, it is a, a substantial number, especially when you're thinking about the traits that we have with having ADHD and what, what happened, what, what did they do to land them there? And so, oh. um, yeah, and so in another piece of the study, they mentioned that some of the subjects reported, a high percentage of subjects actually reported, you know, substance abuse disorder, because if you're not diagnosed at, at a, as a child and you're not getting the proper care with medication um, or, you know, therapy or so forth, you're going to try to find anything and something to try to self-medicate. And that could be alcohol you know, illicit drugs or even prescription drugs, just to yeah. try to find something that will help you get through, um, get through the day. And so I thought that was really interesting. And there's a lot, there's a lot of different studies out there um, that talk about ADHD and then those who are in prison with ADHD. And so I thought that would be good to highlight there. Another um, population that I wanted to highlight is homeless. I was really interested to know, you know, the percentage of people that are homeless um, that have ADHD. And so in a 2016 st um, study, they showed that among people diagnosed with ADHD um, in childhood, the homelessness rate at age 41 was 24%. Oh my gosh. So, wow. Yes, yeah, it was, was 24%. And so that kind of goes along somewhat with the prison statistics too, you know, because again, you have these traits of ADHD and if they're not properly cared for and you don't get the proper, you know, medication or therapy and so forth, you could get, you know, you could start using illicit drugs, which is going to cause a lot of problems in your life. And also, really, I mean, yeah. it's like all areas of your life, there's all. going to be problems. So, I mean, yeah, and it snowballs. Yes, it really does. And so those are just brief statistics that I pulled. Um, 
from a couple of different peer-reviewed um, research studies that I thought would be important to highlight just to kind of give a, you know, give a brief story <laughs> of what, what, what could happen if it's not, if it goes undiagnosed, um, especially throughout adulthood. And so, yeah. It's sad. It's it honestly is. really sad when you consider something like incarceration and homelessness and substance abuse. It's, it's devastating. As I said, in the beginning, it's devastating and it's sad. And this is, this is serious. And I think we would be doing a disservice if we didn't at least shed some light on it. So we can talk about, we talk about the positives, we talk about giving and providing tools, but there are people that still dismiss it. And so it is important to say like, no, this is actually more serious than what you think. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate you sharing that. And I thought I would go into a little bit about accidents in general. So I read something, again, it's, it's pretty alarming. So we are two to four times more likely to get into car accidents, recent research shows, if there's untreated ADHD. And some research is saying that they are placing more risk on us, like a car being destroyed, like completely totaled. We are at more risk of that happening than an adult who is legally drunk. Wow. I mean, tell me that's not, <laughs> tell me that's not like an eye opener. Like, oh my gosh. It, it is an eye opener. And I don't want to, I feel like I'm taking over this, this episode a little bit, but I mean, I am living proof that if I'm not taking my medication, my car, my previous car was completely, literally bumper to bumper. <laughs> it was beat up because I wouldn't pay attention, was zoning out, this, that, and the other. And so I can, I can definitely relate to that. And so you're talking, I mean, yeah, you're talking about an accident, which can affect you physically and mentally, obviously. And then gosh, your insurance premiums go up and you may have to pay X amount out of pocket, maybe to right. cover the cost for another car in your car and maybe hospital bills. I mean, it just, this is what we mean by snowball effect. Like it's yeah. not just, oh, just not paying attention and getting distracted. No, it goes from, oh, I'm getting distracted to, oh my gosh, now I have to pay thousands of dollars for, and that's right. seems, but we're trying to make the point that there can be the snowball effect. And it's mm -hmm. important to, to know that and understand that so that you can provide tools to your loved one or for yourself as needed. So I thought that was, I thought that was pretty interesting. And I thought I would highlight a little bit about brain injuries. So children that are untreated are 4.6 times more likely to have a traumatic brain injury than their peers without ADHD. And again, that goes back to impulsivity, um, maybe seeking, like you're kind of doing the thrill seeking, you're kind of looking for that dopamine hit. So you're going to take some risks that you shouldn't be taking and it can get very serious. And the traumatic brain injury, I mean, ADHD or not, that is, it actually is really scary. It, it is really scary when you're just sitting there. I mean, when you hit your head and if you're kind of 
doing that so many times or over and over, that that is going to make things a lot worse. You're talking about your brain, right? You're right. talking about your brain. We have a hard skull yeah. and there's little sharp ridges inside and our brain is like, it's soft. It's like, you know, soft butter or something like that. So, I mean, think about that. I mean, a five-year-old can come to the conclusion, what happens if you have these sharp ridges and it's hard and then you take soft butter and it's like colliding, yeah. what is going to happen? Right. You know, there's an element of hyperactivity with that too. If you have a child that is, um, you know, undiagnosed or, and I don't want to push, I'm not pushing medicine on anyone, but maybe unmedicated if they're being too hyper and they're climbing on things they shouldn't be climbing on. I mean, that's another layer of that too, is um, yep. the hyperactivity, you know, type with, with ADHD. So yeah, absolutely. And I had read also that men are more likely to have three or more concussions in their lifetime, which, I mean, that, that definitely doesn't surprise me much at all, but still just to highlight, just to shed light on it, it, it is more serious than what we think. And it's not something that needs to just be going under the radar because everything that we're talking about, this is what happens. Exactly. Yeah. And again, we don't want to, and I think we've mentioned this and like I said, a previous episode, we don't, we're not trying to gloom and doom. We're not trying to put just all this negative energy into having ADHD because there are a few things for me. I can't, it's hard for me to find the good things sometimes with having ADHD, but I think it is important to really be transparent and open up about some of the things that people don't like to think about and don't want to talk about with with this because it, it can cause a lot of just devastating things to happen to you. It really can. And not everyone, of course, not everyone that goes undiagnosed is going to go to prison. Not sure. everyone that is undiagnosed is going to end up homeless. It, we're not saying that either. What we're saying is that those who are undiagnosed or diagnosed and not getting the proper treatment either with or without medication or whatever the care plan could be that is put together for them. If they don't follow that, they could land and not even intentionally. I don't think anyone intentionally wants to go to prison, of course, right. but, but they could, you know, get themselves into trouble. And so um, I just want people to be safe and I want, you know, I just want people to, you know, be educated and really understand that this there's a lot more to this than just I failed the test because I didn't pay attention to what the teacher was saying or whatever else it may be that it there could be really detrimental things happen for it from it so sure and this isn't I mean this is the way it is when you're talking about anything else in life like w involving health mm -hmm. all we I mean you want to know the list of increased risk and consequences of certain things so that you can kind of stay ahead of it and know what to do for yourself or your loved one. So this, this isn't any different than what we have all heard when it comes to our health in other areas of life. So, sure, sure. and I appreciate you, you know, pointing all of that out. And one other thing I wanted to talk about, which I think this, I think this is a little sad too. Um, Adolescents that have untreated ADHD, 
fail to complete high school versus mm-hmm. 10%. And, you know, I have said before, I don't think high school, like, I'm not saying that people that don't finish high school can't be successful. I'm not saying that you have to go to college. You don't have to do all of these things in order to be successful. But when you're talking about 30% failing to complete high school, that can be due to, that can be due to a lot of things. Again, like the distractibility and not being able to self regulate and being impulsive and you know what I'm done with this I'm out I'm mm-hmm. dropping out I don't care yeah. and then you you may have that I don't care attitude but then that I mean that does kind of follow you for a while mm-hmm. so I mean job instability you may not know what you even want to do in life and so it just kind of increases the risk of some of the other things that we have talked about and Again, I know we, I know we already said this, it's, we don't want anyone to like focus on that or be scared of that. We just want to provide awareness and just to be more mindful of taking it a little, a little more seriously. Like if you feel like maybe it's not a thing and it's not true and it's being, I don't know, over-exaggerated, please reconsider and be a little more mindful of people that are experiencing this. Right. Yeah. And, you know, maybe the next episode, we can talk about the positives of, of um, having ADHD too, to kind of balance it out. Because again, I don't want to focus all on the negative side of things, but just like you said, I think it's important, um, especially for those still on the fence of, is this thing even real or is, or do you just want this for the medication or do you, you know, that, that sort of thing that we often hear um, in our community. So, yeah. Well, this was a great conversation with you as always. So thank you so very much um, for talking to me today about this. And yeah, until the next episode. Thank you so much, Tish. As always, I love chatting with you and I appreciate you so much. Until the next episode.